firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hey there, welcome back everybody. This is Jeff Anderson from Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and welcome to this week's 5 in 5 podcast episode. Now, if you're new to the 5 and 5, well, we're new to the 5 and 5 episode. So basically, this is our opportunity. We get so many questions in from our listeners and from our readers that um, it's just too much to keep up with. So this is our way of taking the questions that have been submitted to us and be able to reach out to experts or do it ourselves, but basically give get five questions answered out there for those of you that have submitted questions. Now, if you want to submit questions, you can go ahead and do that either on our Facebook page or on our blog or submit them um, any which way. I'm sure we'll get it from any of the avenues that we have out there, any of the multi or any of the media channels that you're following us on. Um, so what this is, is basically five questions in five minutes. So following up from this week's podcast with Dr. Bones on the, uh, on the uh, topic that we covered this week, which was basically... How do you live in a collapse when you have chronic conditions that you can't get medications for? So if you didn't check out that podcast episode, make sure that you go back to the blog or on any of the podcast channels that you follow us on and make sure you listen to that. But I wanted to bring Dr. Bones back on here and ask him five of the survival medicine questions that we get in because frankly, I am not an expert in survival medicine. So what better opportunity than to get those answered for everybody out there, right? So I have, I'm going to have five questions here, but if you didn't listen to this week's, uh, this past podcast, let me go ahead and give you a quick rundown here. Dr. Bones is well known in the prepper world as a medical expert, and he has practiced as a board certified obstetrician and pelvic surgeon for more than 25 years before retiring to devote his efforts to preparing your family medically for any scenario. He's been a fellow of the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology and the American College of Surgeons for many years. He served as department chairman at local hospitals and as an adjunct professor at local university nursing schools. He's a regular contributor to such popular survival magazines out there, such as American Survival Guide, Survivor's Edge, and Backwoods Home. And he's been a speaker at various survival and preparedness conferences on the subject of medical readiness in austere times. And if you've ever been to any of those prepper conferences at all, the one class that always gets just jacked up with people, just gets loaded up, is going to be Dr. Bone's class, especially on the, uh, the the emergency suturing, which is just a killer class. So definitely go check them out over his website at www.doomandbloom.net. He has a bunch of training over there, a bunch of articles, and his his actually new his books, including Survival Medicine Handbook, and what is the new one called again? I, now that you're a little, you're a little screen on my uh, on my thing right now. So. Oh, I'm, oh, hey, hi everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, Alton's Antibiotics and Infectious Diseases. Infectious so, um, so go check those out over at his website at doomandbloom.net. Okay, so Dr. Bones. Um, so we have five questions here that have been submitted by people. Actually, I'm going to take credit for one of these myself because I know it's a question that a lot of people have, and um, I'm just going to. I'm not going to name somebody's. Uh, we've had so many people put it, ask about this question that I'm just going to attribute it to me. So okay. um, I've got the timer in the back here. So you've got one minute, basically. Oh, you, just, you and I have one minute to answer each one of these questions. <laughs> I know. It's a lightning a round. All right. <laughs> All right. Ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Uh, first question comes from. I'm going to attribute it to me. So, should I get a flu shot? Does it really help, or is it more trouble and potential problems than it's worth? 
Well, you know, the CDC recommends that just about everybody get a flu shot, and I can't say that it's a bad idea, especially if you're elderly or immune compromised due to some chronic illness. However, each year's vaccine, by the way, it may be less or more effective against the flu than the previous one. And this is because the virus mutates, the influenza virus mutates regularly and is somewhat different usually from the previous version from the previous year. Last year's vaccine, by the way, was about 29% effective in preventing the flu. Now that's up from 19% a few years ago, but less than the 60 to 70% the, the government shoots for. So real quick, yes or no, get it? I would say that the CDC says yes, realize that it's not 100% effective. Awesome, let's go. All right, so this next question comes from actually one of my employees, Buck, and he says, I've heard about using fish antibiotics as a homebrew antibiotic solution, but I don't know anybody who actually has. Is it really a viable solution? Well, absolutely. Now you actually do know someone because I've taken it several different, several different types over the course of the last 15 years. Now, I was the first physician to write about and advocate for preparedness folk to stockpile this important medicine. And that was over a decade ago as well, but not any vet med will do. My criteria are strict. It has to have only one ingredient, the antibiotic itself. It has to only be produced in human dosages. And that's the giveaway that it's a human antibiotic and an appearance identical to the antibiotic made by at least one human pharmaceutical company. I found more than a dozen bird or fish antibiotics that made the grade, and I talk about them in detail, and teach you how to recognize the infectious diseases they cure in our best-selling book, Alton's Antibiotics and Infectious Disease, The Layman's Guide to Available Antibacterials in Austere Settings. Awesome. Um, what are some? Uh, this one comes from Steve Holmes from Montana. He says, what are some of the best ways to prevent infection before it occurs? especially in a bug out situation where I don't have access to medical supplies. Simple, wash your hands thoroughly and often. Just soap and water will do to brush off some of the nastiest bugs. Hand sanitizer works as well. Wear hand protection, face masks, and other personal gear. If you are working in unsanitary conditions, that'll be a lot in certainly epidemics. And make certain to boil your water or use some other method of disinfection before drinking and using it to prepare food. Locate your latrines at least 200 feet away from your water source. Have a survival sick room planned out in advance so that you'll have a place to isolate the sick from the healthy. That is super, super important. It should have good ventilation and lighting, but no carpet or fabric upholstered furniture. Ooh, good one, good one. All right. This next one comes from Jenna Orlick from Kansas, and she says, um, I worry about getting sick and being unable to function in an emergency. It's hard enough to deal with a disaster or an evacuation when you feel okay. How do you cope with doing these things when you feel like death? Well, darling, I got to say, like the song says, I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. You may feel like death, but you're not dead yet. And you know what? You got to tough it out and you got to work even when you're not feeling your best. You're going to be dealing daily with sick group members if you're the medic and everybody's going to be anxious, depressed, or both after the you know what hits the fan. Our ancestors didn't have the luxury of sick days and you got to realize that you might not either in a long-term survival setting. Bottom line, you're alive act like it. Awesome. Uh, this last one comes from Peter Sneed from Missouri. And he says, what is one piece of medical equipment that everyone should have in their bug out bag, but that a lot of people overlook? Well, people say a tourniquet, that's a good idea, but I say antibiotics are overlooked by most preppers. I talk about them in our new book. You also have to have a way, actually several ways to disinfect water to avoid having to expend 
your supply of antibiotics and more people will die, in my opinion, from contaminated water and poorly prepared food than from hostile acts in a long-term survival setting. How do I know that? From the Civil War. More soldiers died from dehydration due to dysentery and diarrheal disease than from bullets or shrapnel. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. And right. uh, another thing that we've talked about too was the hand sanitizer. I think a lot of like there've been reports out there, like it's no, not more effect, not any more effective than soap, but it really sucks to have a bar of soap inside of your bug out bag. <laughs> hand sanitizer seems like it'd be another good thing for people to pack away and make sure that they have it in there. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great. You were a pro, man. You got in well underneath the, uh, the time here. I love it. Um, four seconds to spare before I'm still rambling on here, but everybody listen, go and check out their uh, website over at www.doomandbloom.net. Go check out uh, Dr. Uh, Bones's new book on infectious diseases. Um, it's going to have a lot of the information there that we talked about today, like with, um, with things like the antibiotics, which is really, it's out there for survivalists, but they don't really know exactly how to use it and what to do with it. So go check and it now out. You will. Now you will. Awesome. And until our next 5 and 5 broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. <laughs>